Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mass Adventure Path. Episode 86. 86. The one where Hollis with the dies. surprise golem <laughs> that we weren't really surprised by because we were the like... one where we learned the writ meant nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, the writ was worthless. It was nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> I'm just so upset about how all of this has turned out after the chariot race. Apparently, the writ is useless. What do I feel like we... Probably just like all of the other temples and crypts and whatever we went in. We just needed some symbols of Nethys to get through here. Oh, I probably. I have a symbol of Nethys. So maybe he's not after you. Maybe he's after the three of us and you're safe. I don't think that's true. I highly <laughs> doubt it. He looked at me with his crocodile head. Yeah. We really need to get a bol- golem bane scarab. I was going to buy one last time, but we I didn't have enough money. It's quite possible the Temple of Nethys knows which doors to go through first. And you have to go in the right order. And the money Maybe. I'd have say that I had saved, I ended up using on a, a scroll to, you know, fix somebody. But I suppose I to no uh, to dive into this, when last we left our heroes, the party had awoken at the Palace of Gentle Reeds, had set off into the city, had made a number of diplomacy checks, cast some cool spells, done some running around investigation stuff, had eventually determined that the site that you're looking for, that where you can find the entrance to the Dark Depository, wherein you believe that the information taken by the Temple of Nethys a hundred years ago and then moved should be pertaining towards... Hakatep-related stuff? You're not entirely positive. Um, you're still looking for information about the tomb of Chisasek. The party had uh, eventually met up with your old friend, Neef. Can I just say... Can I just say... I was right. Yes, you were I right. I was right. We yeah, but Neef, look at a statue. Neef was That's at true. the house, so if we'd gone to look for Neef, we wouldn't have found them. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, still. Yeah. At least he would have known what we were looking for, because apparently he lives there. They. They. She anyway, his pronouns. Yep. The, Their pronouns. The yeah. party had then found a well descending down into the earth. You'd followed that down. You'd been blasted in the face with a greater glyph of warding. Yeah, like you do. Just uh, standard adventure sucked. days. You'd in, entered into a 15-foot, uh, well, technically it's a 40-foot long hallway crossed by a second 40-foot long hallway with a bone statue in the center of which was a uh, large statue of uh, assorted bones conglomerated together by old dried sinew capped on top with a crocodilian skull from a massive crocodile. You had then decided to, out of your three choices of fear, sorrow, and disgust, to make your way down the sorrow corridor. Maybe should have started with fear. Who knows? The Nethians. You'd reach the bottom of this, at which point Citra determined that there was a secret door on the right, there was a secret door that was even better hidden on the left, and the face at the end of the corridor rotates. You decided that if it's the most hidden secret door, then it's probably the most important secret door. <laughs> Clearly yes. it was, because it triggered the golem. That had opened up a crawl space. Three members of the party, Citra taking the lead, Sudi following up behind, and Onuris taking up the rear there, made their way into this 15-foot crawl space, leaving Hollis standing in the hallway outside. Also with uh, Unhurt. Because Unhurt is a small-sized creature and would have to climb separately from Onuris, who's currently squeezing down this Sad. corridor. Citrate opened the door at the end to reveal a disturbing chamber filled with sarcophagi whose faces had been filed away, staring blankly ahead forever. This is what happens to the people that get forgotten at the temple. Yeah, this is is like Laogai. Maybe they got disappeared. No, this is what happens when the weeping angels get in there and they start turning into Uh, angels. I'm going to guess. I don't know much about Doctor Who. Doctor Who. 
No, it's like the episode where, you know, they're going through and whatnot and all the statues look funny and it's not till the very end that they realize they're like, all of these statues only had one head, but the people who lived here had two heads and then they realize that all of them are turning into weeping angels. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. It's a really good episode. Also, speaking of creepy statues, the uh, giant crocodilian skull had turned around entirely backwards on its body. Uh, it then it had done a Pennywise climbing out of the refrigerator scene where it did that creepy, <laughs> like, bones realigning as it stands up to its feet, Goodness. rotates its head once around, and then stares down at Hollis. And that is actually where we're picking up. And you know what? All of you sitting at this table, all of you listening at home have been very patient for a long time. But let's just start this with some friggin' initiative. Whee! Let's get to killing, shall we? Perfect 20, baby! Oh, nice. Not a perfect if Hollis 20, ever baby. needed one. This is <laughs> I was going to say, if ever there was a time for you to get lucky, this Hollis was Hollis is it. like, yes, perfect 20, Dimension Door. <laughs> and gone. Hollis gets a 27. All right, so Hollis first gets a 27. Improved initiative. Followed by Sudi Kantar. I rolled a five, so Sudi's got an eight. Uh-oh. Disappointing, because I'm going to be a log jam here. It's quite possible. One way or another. Citra. Citra rolled a 10 and got a 16. Citra has a 16. On yours? Uh, 15. 15. On uh, hurt? 24. And then your big buddy, the bone statue. Maybe he'll be my buddy. Bone saws, ready? <laughs> I've got an ethos symbol. Is that enough? No? No. No? Okay. There's definitely a specific order you have to do these in or something. Or you have to have a passphrase, or we should have spun the face, or who knows. Yeah. Say a prayer. Like, there's probably something specific. Oh, dang, and I knew a prayer. I know a lot well, of prayer. Well, it might it'd probably be the specific prayer Combat from like 2,000 years ago. Ms. Hollis Starkweather, your first initiative. Please don't have a gaze attack. Please identify this. I would like to identify it. <laughs> you may make a knowledge arcana. All right. It's a golem for sure. Uh, 14, 31. It's definitely a golem. With a 31, as this thing animates, you're able to determine that this is a bone golem. Yep. Bone golems are <laughs> most often created as guardians of tombs and sometimes formed from the very corpses that they guard. They must contain the bones from at least a dozen various other skeletons treated with oils uh, cobbled together. Wow. You may ask three questions pertaining towards the bone golem. Special defenses, please. Special defenses. Bone golems possess damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. They possess standard construct traits, so immunity to all mind-affecting effects, immunity to bleed, death effects, disease, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep effects, and stunning effects. Not subject to ability damage, ability drain, fatigue, exhaustion, energy, drain, or non-lethal damage. Cannot heal, blah, blah, blah. And immune to any effect that requires a fortitude save that does not also affect objects. Uh, secondly, they are also immune to magic. There are certain spells that bypass this, although knowing what spells bypass this is a separate question. What spells are those? It's immunity to magic. It's immune to any spell or spell ability that allows for spell resistance. In addition, the following effects work. Magical effects that heal living creatures slow a bone golem as the slow spell for 1d4 rounds. A magical attack that deals negative energy damage breaks the slow effect on a golem and heals one point of damage for every three points of uh, damage the attack would otherwise deal. If the healing would cause the golem to exceed its full hit point total, it gains an excess as temporary hit points. Wow. Lastly, a raised dead, resurrection, or true resurrection spell negates its damage reduction and its immunity to magic for one minute. Wow. Uh, what is its damage reduction? It is a damage reduction of five that can only be overcome by adamantine bludgeoning weapons. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Well, that's specific. Yep, that's problematic. 
Uh, Hollis rattles that off and then acid pit. Yep, drop it in a pit. <laughs> Definitely drop it in a pit. Right. Reflex save. I'm going to put it in a pit, y'all. Gets a reflex. Reflex is surprisingly its best save. Oh, God. Of course it is. Come on, that one. Look at that, 23. Uh, yeah. Dang it. It didn't go in the acid pit, y'all. And instead jumps forward to you. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I don't see, like this one. You shunted pit. it, and now it's there. This is a so problem. So a giant pit of acid appears. The creature bounds forward, simply striding like one foot kind of kicks off and a couple of like bones oh, and this femur go tumbling down. As it hits the ramp, it immediately starts sliding down towards you on the steep slope yeah. ramp. Yeah. So we need to cast. get in this room as fast as we can. Yeah, basically. But then we're going to be trapped. Yeah, but can you just hit it with, like, ranged? I wonder I if it would have been better point. to cast it on the squares in front of you to, like, make it walk into them. I don't have another acid pit. No, actually, well, no, that would have had a risk of you falling in. Never you mind. have a move anyway. action remaining, Hollis. It has not acted yet. <laughs> you have something you can retrieve or... For our audience at home, it has now slid down this, meaning that it's taking up 10 of the 15 feet of this hallway with Hollis and on her it squeezed at the end of the hallway... <laughs> As this bone skeleton comes sliding down at them. No, I don't know. I don't have anything. Okay. Yikes. Unhurt. How high is the ceiling in here? 15 feet. Fly, you fool. How tall is the golem? 10. So uh, it'll be able to reach yeah, unhurt. It's, it's basically 13 feet, but yeah. You, there's enough clearance over the top of it for him to fly past if he wants to. Yeah, he's going to try to I get out. I think we're in trouble. <laughs> I just uh, rattled off some scary statistics. I can't understand what the wizard is saying, but I'm afraid. <laughs> um, also, sugar, it's going to be okay, my love. Sugar's <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what this is? Let me tell you what this is. <laughs> Now's not the time for gallantry. <laughs> Now's is gonna, the time for discretion. <laughs> Unheard's going to try to get out of the way so someone else can come stand in the square he's currently occupying as a small-sized creature. Okay. He will need to make a fly check to ascend at greater than a 45-degree angle. How's a 29? That'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to take 30 feet of his movement to fly up. All right. He has a 90-foot movement speed. So... So what command do you issue to him? Do you just like... Yeah, I just want him out of the way. So okay. flee? He has attack, come, heal, down, fetch, watch, seek, and bombard. You could technically give him the seek command for, like, the entry area to basically just tell him, go in there and see if you can't do something. Yeah, sure. So I'll see what I can find. <laughs> you know, something that could save our butts, that would be great. So he takes off flying. Uh, go ahead and move him into the, the entry area. He starts flying all the way up the shaft. <laughs> Freedom! I'm going to go get Mama Nafra. She helps, right? <laughs> <laughs> flies out there, finds like the first priest, just steals a wand off of him and flies back down. I don't know what this does. Here. <laughs> wand of uh, priest? Seriously? Citra. Shoot. Um, you should go forward, I guess, and see if there's another exit out of there. I doubt it, but yeah, I'll create some rooms. Well, so you don't that, know that there's not, so. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, Citra's gonna crawl out Citra, you create some room. You crawl forward. Crawl into the room beyond. Uh, your light spell flooding over this chamber. It is a room filled with a variety of different sarcophagi. You can go ahead and make me a perception roll. Please don't start fight part two. Another fight. Uh, that would be a 20. With a 20, you see no other obvious exits from this chamber. Ah, crud. There might be another secret door. 
but you'd have to search square by square across the walls to try to find it. I don't see another way out, but maybe we can get in here and find a secret door. You, like, move further into the room so that the rest of us can escape? Yeah. So you could effectively, you could step into the next square over if you wanted to. But I was saying, like, moving behind the sarcophagi if you're wanting to start searching the walls. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Because I can't really do anything else except for maybe hand a few scrolls down, but... Yeah, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Am I using my lens now? (laughs) Yeah, you can use your lens now. 27. 27? You do not see any secret passages on any of the walls adjacent to you. I will keep searching... Can you just miss that pit? It's a so, standard action. Plus, I was thinking of dis- of dimension dooring to the other side of it. Well, I mean, if That's this room point, has actually. no exits and this thing is going to attack us, then we're stuck in that room. We're going to have yeah. to fight it. Yeah, we're going to have to fight it. That's why I'm thinking of dimension dooring to the other side of the pit. Well, I was the thing's not immune to sneak attack, so we need to get rid of the pit so Citra can flank it so we can try to overcome some of its damage reduction. Well, I think Jessica's concern here. is to get out of its reach immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to go through a pit to get me, and Citra's in the other room. Yeah, I was going to say, I, there's no way I could get to the other side. I can dismiss a pit when she's not far away. On yours. I mean, Onyris is going to crawl back out to try to face this thing. All right, so it's 10 feet. You crawl back out to, to move action to crawl your way back free, stand up. You look up at this towering 13-foot-tall monstrosity. Hey, buddy, it hates us. Um, you could have been crawling with your sword out. I don't think you could crawl with your sword and shield. No, you have to put the shield No, so I'm going to take my shield out. Okay. I feel like we should all go in the room. That's what I thought we were going to do, you but can't I'm can't yourself in there. I'm a log trap jam. ourselves in there. It would be impossible to find... One person would have to stand toe-to-toe with this thing to get you us You would also out. run into this problem where Onuris would have had to delay because he can't get past Suki. Yeah, exactly. It's so also was, now the bone golem's turn. Yeah, that's why I was uh, afraid of is I'm the log jam that's stopping everybody up. That's why I was thinking we get rid of the pit so Citra can get out and flank with it with Onuris. I will get rid of the pit when Citra is not in that room, but for uh, now I'm going to use that pit to hide behind. To, uh... <laughs> This may be a cramp in your plan. For Citra to get past it, she would have to tumble. Yeah, and I'd be you tumbling actu- up you cannot, a... It's a 45-degree slope, which actually yeah. means that you have to make a climb check. You cannot yeah. tumble yeah. and climb simultaneously. There's no way. Citra yeah. can't get past it because of the slope. Stupid slope is going to be a real bane. Like, if Onuris wanted to try to start moving up the slope, he would have to drop down. He would have to drop a weapon to at least free a hand to climb with. I'll do... I have another plan. Yeah, so. something that'll push him back into that pit. That would be great. Nope. Every every single spell I have allows for spell resistance. Sad. I have stone shape, but I can't figure out a way to use it. I've been thinking about it. I can't. You bet figure you don't it out. have like the force push. Maybe. I, don't, I mean, I don't it's going to have to make a reflex save at the end of its turn. True. The only yeah. True. It, uh, the hope is eventually it fails and falls in. My save's a twenty. It turns its attention down. It barely even registered that Hollis was responsible for that pit. And Onuris is closer to the trap door and was actually the, the one that had entered into the crawl space. It will turn its attention oh. on Onuris. Uh-oh. <sighs> I have nothing. Oh, no. Although it's better, I guess it's better on Onuris. You've got a higher AC than Hollis. Oh, yeah. I haven't even been able to cast Mage on her. Yeah. It starts attacking, starting out with a 28. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh God. Shoot. Its crocodilian head bites onto you for 12 points of damage. It then brings both of its massive fists to bear. Oh, it has three attacks? Oh, no. That's a 25 and a 20. The 20 won't hit. Very well. You've managed to get your shield up, block one of them as the second fist slams into you, being something like a spiked gauntlet made of broken ribs. Oh, God. 
uh, an additional 12 points of damage as that punches you back into the I, wall. That thing took out over half of Onyrus's health and two that's, hits. Yeah, that's a problem. Okay, okay. Maybe I can... St- I'm going to read Stone Shape. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, we're going to do something. Uh, wait, can I take someone with me in Dimension Door? I think so. Yeah, you can grab Onyrus in Dimension Door okay, or something that. like that. Oh, actually, yeah, you can take other people with you. I would grab Onyrus and get yeah, out of there. Yeah, that's what I do. Get out of there. Um... Citra has disappeared from ahead of you. Glancing back over your shoulder, you can see Onurus just being pummeled into the wall. Ah, uh, see, I wish I could get out there and get big because then I could have a, a fair chance of maybe pushing. Yeah, it back. a kaiju fight with this thing. What a kaiju fight! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Another kaiju fight. Um, we've already used that joke. Uh, okay, so I'm going to. Wait, jump. did it did it make its reflex save? It was ending near a pit. Oh, you actually. Oh, right. yeah. It is nice. ending near the sloped edge of that pit. Fall in the pit fall in the pit. Uh, I think it gets a bonus on its save. Um, any creature ending its turn on a square adjacent must make a reflex saving throw with a plus two bonus. Plus two bonus. Okay, so it's 20 becomes a 22. Uh, then it, I mean, it would have saved either way. Oh, okay. So, good reminder though from, uh, from Rachel there. Dang it. So it bounces <laughs> precariously. It's that weird thing where it's technically there's a slope for that pit back there, but it's also on a slope that's driving it away from the pit. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. an odd thing. Sudi Kantar. Ah, crud. All right. So Sudi's going to scoot forward after Citra. Okay. It's going to be 20 feet of movement for you to exit out of the tunnel. Yeah, so, and then I'm going to do the same thing she's doing and start looking for another passage or somewhere out okay. of here. Where are you moving to? Um, all right, so 20 feet to here. I'm going to go to the edge of the past Citra to the edge of the, um, like the next corner over. Okay. So that's going to be 40 feet of movement because it's difficult terrain going past the... Yes, uh, uh, so that's exactly 40 feet, so that's my move. All right, and so then I'll try a perception roll. to see if I see anything. Sight-based. Uh, okay, that's an 11, so I get a 22. I'm going to actually see like if there something. are any over there. You reach this corner, begin to like scrape your claws all on the surrounding walls. Distantly, you can hear that like that almost wet sound and that clanking noise as Onurus is being beaten into the wall. Um, and Hollis, I imagine, yelling or going through a variety of things. And this loud, clucking, panicking noise <laughs> yeah. as feathers are just exploding out from inside of the, uh, the bag. Her little enclosure. As you reach this point, you kind of trace along and then you see a release. Oh, thank God. On the wall off towards your left hand side. You're not entirely positive where it goes, but it seems like it should be going back in the direction of the room that you came from. Uh, it's a secret passageway by the other face. It's a secret passageway by the other... Oh! It's it, the less... Is, the less. Well, you know what? Okay. So if I've got my geography right inside of here, it's up against the other face, like you're saying. I'm gonna... We'll pull the lever next turn because I'm out of actions, actually. This isn't second edition. Oh, boy. I found I found the release. I think it goes back into the main chamber. But are you sure? I'm not sure of anything, but they're being killed out there. <sighs> Better take the risk. You're gonna trigger another trap. I hope I, I hope I don't trigger a trap on the inside. That would be really let's, let's just say very dis, very mean of them to trap the go, coming out of the secret room. I don't understand why they'd have two doors going to the same place. But mm. like, wouldn't all the faces go to a different thing? Well, they didn't do it that way, I so we're not. gonna roll with it. Who knows? to convince you to possibly trigger the golem that way, too. Who knows? Who knows? But from Sudi, we go to Hollis. Hollis grabs on Eurus and Dimension Doors to the other side of the pit. Great idea. How far away? on the defensive. Yep. I guess I better do that. (laughs) Uh, I have 
combat casting. Oh, so it's a plus four. From my deific obedience. Oh, there you go. So that's a plus four. So it's going to be your caster level plus your intelligence modifier plus four. 19. Uh, That'll get off a... It's a fourth level spell. You fizzle. It's a DC 23 for a fourth level spell. I should have just taken the hit. Then you would have had to make this if it hit. Yeah, then you, you would have to make the save. Yeah, but it would have had to hit. Me rolling is always going to fail. Me not rolling may not. Fail. So Hollis, you kind of grab onto on yours, try to open this as, right, as buddy, you just kind of like fizzle the spell at the last second. You have uh, a move action remaining. I don't have anything to get. Oh, well, I was going to say you could dive in the you hole. You can dive in the hole. That's what I would do. It would provoke an attack of opportunity, but it would get you in the hole at least. Yeah, get in the <laughs> hole. Yeah, but I have more hit points than on yours. If I could provoke it to hit me. Which I can't, because it won't. But I have more hit points. Uh, I'm just going to stand here and be brave. Okay. I can take a hit. I say jump back in the pit, but or back in the hole, but... Anyway, get in the dang pit. From Hollis, we go to uh, Unhurt. He's going to stay out there. All right. Citra. <sighs> open I the door. My thing is, if I move up there, use my action to open it. Or I could go back and try to... There's not a room. There's no way to get out no there. Room. Yeah. God dang it. Because if Onuris is going to try to get out of that fight, he's going to have to We go need back to have that passage for them to escape out of. Yeah. Okay, well, then I'm going to move forward and unlock the door, and then that way Sudi can bust out the next turn. Busting. All right. So, Citra, you step forward, you reach forward, you grab onto the latch. This seems to dislodge uh, whatever this wall section is, at which point you shove it in and it half rolls out of the way, revealing like a three-foot-wide crawl space to exit out of this room. Jeez. It seems to be the circular because the faces at the end of the passages are large circles. It's like you're rolling the face off towards the side. Oh, weird. Okay. But you've opened the passage. I suppose shoving Sudi towards it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> On yours. I cast fly. All right, concentration check. I get a 27. A 27 will succeed on your DC 21 concentration check. I'm going to provoke. You call upon the power of horse. I'm going to provoke an attack of opportunity trying to fly up and around this thing. Okay. It snaps at you with its jaws. It's not intelligent enough to realize that this might be a distraction or whatever it is. Uh, 22. That misses me. Yeah. Snapping at your heels as you fly uh, up. You'll still need to make a fly check because you're ascending at greater than a 45 degree angle. All right. So when I cast fly because of my thing, I get an increased maneuverability by one step. What is... I can't remember what fly gives you usually. Uh, Fly is usually good, I think. 60 foot as good speed. Good. So I have perfect fly. Yeah. So that gives you a plus eight modifier to your fly skill. So instead of the plus four that it says on there, you get a plus eight, plus mm-hmm. half your caster level. So plus 12. So I get a 29. 29 will succeed. So it uses 30 feet of your fly to move up. And then another 30 will let you you're, be on the other side. You're in light armor. You're not medium because you have mithril. Yeah. yeah. So you still have the 60 foot fly speed. So I'll move 30 feet. So on your uh alley-oop supermans away as he flies up over this thing <laughs> as it snaps up like like a shark crusting out of the ocean snapping at him goodness or like an alligator snapping at a low-flying bird goodness <laughs> that brings us to the bone golem now now will your at this holy symbol protect you he glances down towards hollis holy symbol turns to face on yours yep rips part of its chest out. I think you holy symbol. And hurls it through the air at the flying clear. What in the heck is that? Told you. Told y'all again. What, that has ranged attacks? No, that you needed a symbol of Nethus and it wouldn't attack yeah. them. Yeah, we should have gotten some. Hey, they're with me, buddy. 
We didn't stop at the Nothing and Gift Shop. That was our mistake. <laughs> uh, does a 22 hit your touch, AC? Yes. These bones fly through the air. They kind of bounce off of you. Initially, they almost feel like harmlessly until the sinews and the bones still animated oh, and wrap around what? you, forming a cage <gasps> of bone as you go flying through the air. Oh, what the heck is this? That's gross. You are currently wrapped by a cage of bone. Well, at least you're not over the pit. Does it stop him from flying? So you are trapped inside of the cage. It states that it stops movement, but I don't think it's going to cause you to fall. Mm. It's just arrested your forward motion. So it just kind of enwraps around you. Uh, as it does so, you can feel that it starts to constrict. Hmm. How do you not fall if you can? Oh, because he's magically blind. Yeah, because he's yeah. magically blind. Now, if he had wings, yeah, if he had it would wings, be crushing he would, him. He would yeah. hit yeah. the ground, but he's cool. just kind of hovering. You'll, you'll still have to make a fly check each round to maintain your altitude. Otherwise, you're going to fall because you're hovering. Uh, although, to be fair, your modifier for that is pretty huge and hovers only a DC 15. But yeah, you get the impression that this is going to start hurting pretty soon, aka on its next round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, it just threw a bone grappler at it. It's literally it. called Bone Prison. Uh, oh my. <laughs> uh, I think Onyris is in trouble, y'all. He's in a, a bone prison. He's in a bone bind? Uh, Sudi. You know, the door is open. You're beginning to climb through. You see Onurus go shooting past, and then this, like, glob of bone goes flying after I was imagining it looks like a a face hugger from Alien. A little bit, yeah. It's just like, goes out, it's like, crunch. Yep. Giant face hugger. Sudikantar. Oh, wait, it ended ended its turn. Oh, yes, it did. Yes, come on, fall in that pit. Uh, it's getting steadily lower. That's an 18 with a plus 220. Dang it! That's on the nose! No! So it continues to balance on the edge of the pit as this thing starts constricting on Eurus, and we go to Sudikantar. Okay, so this is going to be an in-depth tactical question because I want to King Kong this. So what I want to do is I want to run up this, grabbing onto the edge, get big, and then punch this guy from around the corner. But I don't want to fall in the pit, so I want to like, be standing You're in a tiny crawl the- space. Well, once I get out of the crawl space, I'll get big. Uh, what action is it to activate your cost now? Uh, swift action. Swift action. Okay. You have a, what is your climb speed? Uh, my climb speed is 20 feet. Okay, so it's 10 feet of movement for you to move out of here. It then would take 10 more feet of your climb speed to climb up. If you want, you can say that you're holding onto the wall because the walls are 15 feet high. Yeah. Since you have a climb speed, you're not flat-footed while you're climbing. Bingo. And since you're on the wall, you are not touching the sloped surface where the pit is. Bingo. At which point you could become large and attack it from around the corner. It I'm going to do get that. partial cover. I'm going to do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm helping. That's so if someone will move Sudi into the center of the four squares up there. <laughs> As Sudi barrels forward. I block this entire alley area with my bigness. Um, so you see the cat leap out. Sudi kicks off of the floor, probably transforms into large-sized Sudi in midair, grabs onto the wall. And I imagine you probably just kick around the corner with one elongated seven-foot limb or whatever the heck your limb size is now. Big, big limb. All right, here uh, we go. So yeah, you can, you can attack it. That was so descriptive. It's big. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> hey, I'm doing something cool here. I'm out of words. I mean, okay. All right. So 23, and then partial covers plus two or minus two? It, it gives it an AC bonus. Okay, so 23. 23 will strike your target. Oh, foot he, is, he is big. I'm big, y'all. Wow. Uh, that's going to be 13 points of damage. A solid kick. Uh, I've got his attention. 
<laughs> you can tell it is not fully affected by that kick. You oh, do sure. know it has a damage reduction of five, but that still delivers some injury. I did, bones, I did something. So there's bones that. fall, making that xylophone noise as they go tumbling <laughs> down the slope down to Hollis's feet. Nice. And I helped. Speaking of, Miss Starkweather. Get in that hole. Is there any way that I could, like, duplicate your Nethys symbol? <laughs> no, I already looked at that. I, can't, I don't have anything that does that. Is there any way I could, like, give this thing an order? Like, I know a lot about golems. What I know More that- likely than not, it is probably only programmed to obey the high priests or something like that, or its creator, who may very well have been dead for centuries now. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to... I I'm not going to be able to get Citra in it, but I'm going to... Is on yours within 30 feet of me? Uh, Onurus is so, 35 feet away. If you yeah. took a five foot step to the side, then it would be 30 feet. All right, I'll take a five foot step to the side and then I'll cast haste. Okay. Haste. Okay. That'll help. So yeah, you you see, you basically just decide to haste on Onurus and then Sudi's leg, as you see as he's <laughs> kicking this thing. And then I'll just stand here. As Sudi, you feel this like <laughs> rush of speed for you. It's almost more like everything else around you slows down. I am speed. Um, you are speed. And then, you know, Onurus is over there, you know, now super speed fighting with this giant bone face hugger. On her. It's going to continue should, to stay where he should is. Should I help? No. Can he help? I could attack it. No. Is that a different no, creature? No. Could we have rolled on it? Uh, no, I think it's the, I think it's a, uh... I mean, is uh, there anything you can do to try to help pull me out of this? Could attack the bone cage that's surrounding you. Oh, sure. I guess he'll try. Yeah, so he can swoop in and try to attack it. Uh, yeah. Maybe he'll get through its damage direction. He gets a 22 to bite it with his little birdie beat. 22 will hit the bird the bird cage. It hits the bird cage. <laughs> he does four points of damage. Nobody puts on Eurus in the bird cage. <laughs> four. Uh, he has no effect on it. Yeah, I was going to say, so the most he can it. do it's is still five. Got, it's still got his damage reduction. That yeah. sucks. If you'll move uh, on her adjacent to on yours. Uh, and he needs to make a fly check to cover. DC 15. Yeah, he has to, as long as he doesn't roll, if he rolls a one, yeah, he doesn't have to roll. He's fine. Okay. So, <laughs> Unhurt swoops in, begins, like, he screeches, grabs onto these with his, his actually rather strong bird talons, and begins to try to pry these free. In the south, I knew a eagle that would drop bones from hundreds of feet to, to crack them open for their precious morrow. It doesn't seem to be helpful here. <laughs> <laughs> There's your fun animal fact for the day, though. Uh, yes. They're pretty yes. bad. Yeah. Yep. Um, from there, we go to Citra Nahamra. I don't know if Citra can go anywhere. The pit's kind of um, in the way, unfortunately. Well, well, I now Sudi's occupying most of the... Uh, so, is there a Nethys symbol lying around in this room somewhere? Like, necklace hanging around, on any no. of these? Uh, you could open a sarcophagi. That sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. I was, I was just hoping there was, like, one hanging somewhere and falling on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that you say. Ah, oh, crap. Because I don't... He's taking up that whole way. But I mean, you could at least get out there and get ready to rush up, or I don't know if you have any scrolls that might help. I got fly. Fly would help. If you flew well enough, you could actually fly over the, uh, the pit and attack this thing. I don't know if I trust my fly skills. Well, that's true. You would have to hover. Yeah. Yeah, that's dangerous. It is a pit full of acid. Uh, yeah, that sounds bad. <laughs> Crap, there's not really a good option, because if I go back toward Hollis, I mean, she's not getting attacked anymore. If I go towards Sudi, well, though, Sudi I can't get past has, or, uh, Hollis hasn't been attacked. 
Nope. That's what I'm saying, yeah. is that he's not really focusing it. But I don't want to, like, draw attention to her presence there, either. Yeah, especially because uh, you can't get into the flank with him as long as the acid pit's there. I'm going to yeah. get rid of the acid pit. But that's the standard action for me, and I have to do it my next turn. Yeah. So, I mean, you could start crawling back through the tunnel. Might yeah, force just... it to split its attention between, because right now the only thing in its reach is Sooty. Yeah, I'll go back toward the tunnel. Okay, so that's 20. I don't want Hollis to be by herself You could either. double move and reach the end of the tunnel next to Hollis. Okay, we'll do that. So, yeah, so Citra, you dart back, Hello. you're sliding between the sarcophagi and the, uh, the wall before you just kick in and, like, do this dramatic dive slide in there. One kukri still in hand. Hollis nods. On yours. What can I do to try to get out of this thing? Well, I mean, you're grappled normally. Yeah, um, but it's going to start damaging me. Well, yeah. I mean, well, could... what I'm saying is you're grappled, so it's it's a combat maneuver check to attempt to break free. Escape artist. Uh, or an escape artist yeah. check. Or you could feasibly start attacking the cage. Those are your options. If you had a freedom of movement spell. I do not. I get a 22. No. Yes, 22 on a combat maneuver check to try to get out. It will not succeed. Yeah, I'm uh, screwed, well. guys. Uh-oh. It has enwrapped you. I mean, I can switch to trying to, like, help you. But he's just going to throw another bone. Maybe. Well, let's see if he hits you first. We can't cast while I'm grappled like this, right? Isn't it like a uh, concentration check? Uh, it is a constant. There's a huge debate yeah. over this because it, there's two separate sets of rules that contradict one another. I don't like the idea that a simple grapple check completely negates a spellcaster, and so it's a concentration check. All right. Well, I'm going to try to heal myself just to stave uh, off. It's a death. standard action to attempt to break free. So you have a move action remaining if you want to pull something, but that's pretty much all you've got. You could pull a potion, maybe. I don't think I have any. Oh. Uh, so on your struggles with... Oh, you do need to make a fly check to uh, continue to swoop around. I get 25. Okay. So you don't lose altitude as you continue concentrating on your magical flight and struggle with this thing. But you still can't move anywhere. From on yours, we go to the golem. Does a 29 beat your CMD? My CMD? On yours. Oh, God, yes. Wow. Jeez. He's huge. He's a big guy. Uh, on yours takes 10 points of damage. These, this thing starts to constrict around him. I think I'm going to have to help you get out of that. I think you'd have to step forward to actually be able to see on yours. I don't know what you'd be able to do anyway. I mean, you I could mean, pull it off, but he might just throw another one and then constrict him again. Yeah, you can hit it, though. Yeah, True. but kill the golem and hopefully this thing, it loses its magic and let go. It yeah, let's go. okay, all right. Oh, I did make a gross assumption, and I think I know the answer to this. Hollis doesn't have a weapon, does she? Not out. Okay. You would have gotten an attack of opportunity because it did a ranged attack in base oh, contact with you. But yeah, yeah. No. no, I mean, I highly doubt that you would have been able to do enough damage. It needs to make a save anyway. if it's ending its turn there. But it's, that's it's, just the beginning of its turn is its constriction. Yeah, uh, now it gets to the yeah, attack. Yeah, it's got the rest of its turn Sudi now. is its obvious target, so yep. it's going to go full, go full hog on Sudi. Sounds good. Sudi is ready. Yeah, so don't forget that plus one. All right, so it's going to start with a 21. Nope. That was its bite. Natural one will not hit with its club attack. Oh, thank goodness. It's almost the other end of the spectrum, but not quite. That's a 33 to hit with its less attack. Yes, yes, that will definitely hit me. Ooh. 16 points of damage Ow. as its fist slams uh, into you. I have damage reduction. You have damage reduction. Take that. So 15 points of damage? Eight 14 that. points, because I'm big. Ah, there it you doubles go. my, uh, or it adds an extra one to my DR and an extra 10% to my... There you go, you'll live forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So Sudi, the first snap comes around the corner. Um, oh, sorry, actually, uh, well, no, that last one was a 30-something. Never mind. Because you do also get partial cover. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that wouldn't have, You hit it by over 10. I was like, there's no chance. Yeah. <laughs> if this was second edition, I would have criticaled. Oh, yes, uh, for sure. It snaps with its first attack. You duck out of the way. It swings. You kind of duck out of the way and start springing back in to lash back out before it slams its fist into you. Blood pours. It's uh, adjusted with the plus 222 for its reflex Dang save. It. Dang it. This thing. Pull him in the yeah. pit. That brings us to Sudi Kantar. Can you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, can I pull him in the pit? Like, this combat maneuver bonus is so flipping high. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have a 10 combat maneuver bonus, so I don't even know if I'd be able to. You get a plus one for being large size. 11. Okay. So, no good point. I do, I guess. Plus one. I'm just going to pummel it. Uh, speaking of pummeling, I use a swift action to switch to pummeling style. Oh, there you go. And begin pummeling. Get through that damage reduction, boy. So you like swing both your legs around and start like with my with my thing. now four attacks that I get yeah, because I'm hasted. <laughs> monk. All right, flurry Yay, blows. Monks. And haste. Yes. Uh, so that is uh, twenty six to start. Twenty six will strike your target. Okay. Um, I'm up to D tens plus five. Ah, jeez, that's only six. But you add it all together, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. So yeah. that basically one point off of that, and then everyone else will do the full damage. Yeah, so that only does one, but everything else after this, you're just ah. kicking the same spot over and over All right, again. so that's an at one on the second attack. That will not strike your target. Uh, third attack is a 12. That's probably not going to hit. That will not strike your target. Um, and then my haste attack. Dice, why? 18? No. Not with the partial cover yet. No, you managed to chip it for one, kind of open, you know, give yeah. yourself an opening, and then you just can't get your angle as you're trying to kick that same spot over and over Yeah, again. as always, my dice look uh, always awful. Hollis. I'm going to dismiss the pit. Very well. Okay. So you gesture, concentrate, sweep your hand uh, as the pit just magically disappears in a small puff of sulfuric gas. And then I'm going to move over five feet to give Citrus some space. So you five foot step to the side. On her. On her, it's going to try to be brave. Uh-oh. And bombard it with a Tanglefoot bag. All right, so he takes a Tanglefoot bag off of you? Did He's you? carrying one. Oh, that's right. You got him a little satchel. Mm-hmm. Cue him up. So, okay. Yeah, he can fly over towards it. Keep in mind that he can he can bombard. He can throw the Tanglefoot bag at the standard range for Tanglefoot bag. What is the standard range for Tanglefoot bag? 10 uh, feet? 10, I think. That would have reduced his dex. Hmm? Tanglefoot bag? The tanglefoot bag gives him the entangled condition, which just keeps him from moving. Basically. It does reduce your dexterity. Her question was, would that reduce his reflex saves? The answer is yes. Uh, Dang okay. it. I wish I'd known. I would not have dismissed my pit. <laughs> <laughs> well, whether or not that is better than getting Citra into a flank is debatable. Either way. If it can be flanked. You didn't remember that from the defenses you knew it was capable of doing. Okay, so uh, the Tanglefoot bag has a range of 10. So he could fly forward 10 feet, throw at a minus two penalty to hit its touch AC. You are targeting a golem's touch AC. Probably pretty, pretty poor. Let's base attack plus dexterity. So on her, it gets a 19. Wow, that should do it. All right, he gets a, uh, that will strike your target's touch AC. He gets a reflex save. He's got good reflex. Yeah. So the the bad news is uh, a 20 is easily going to make that reflex save. Sad. Uh, Sorry, no, that's an 18, but that's still going to make that reflex save. The good news is he's still entangled because you hit. 
which is a minus two penalty on attack rolls and a minus four penalty to dexterity. Oh, nice. He's just not glued in place and unable to move. Oh, okay. He's still reduced to half speed. I really wish I hadn't re- removed my pit for one more round, because with minus four, he probably would fall in the dang pit. Yep. Yeah. So he, like, flies forward ten feet and then, like, flicks it forward. So he Bombard. darts forward. Uh, also keep in mind that he can do that as part of his flyby attack, because mm-hmm. it's a standard action. Because that's where the improvement of flyby attack over spring attack is. So he could fly away also now if he wanted to. Because <laughs> there's nothing stopping that golem from walking back over towards him now. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, he flyby attacks, basically springs forward, grabs this out, throws it, hits the thing in the face, and then swoops back around and darts back into the room behind. I'm helping. <laughs> Everyone else just hears, Kaka! <laughs> <laughs> Citra. So just gonna crawl out of the hole. I guess. So yeah, you basically kick out of this like a kid sliding out of a slide at McDonald's. I guess I'm gonna attack it. Well, you could also ready to uh, stab. Oh, I'm ready so that when you're in the flank, then I I will attack. Yeah, we'll move you in initiative order, which means that the golem will get to go and attack before Sudi goes. Then your attack will go off, and then you'll be going behind the golem from there. Oh, no, I'm just going to go now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything extra I can do. But that was a pretty good roll. That was pretty good. 28? 28 will strike your target. For eight points of damage. Hey, you nick it. You still manage to uh, do three points of damage as you plunge your blade into this. Finding those joint spaces. You guys have done more than 10 hit points of damage to it now. Hey! God. So Citrus manages to like kind of crack into this. I imagine yelling for Sudi to get into that flank. Working on it. Well, granted, Sudi probably didn't know where I went. <laughs> True. And also didn't know Hollis was about no, to No, but yeah, he's hearing you now coming from in front of him versus behind him. So he's yeah. probably put two and two together now so he can like step out. Also, the pit's gone so I can actually get in the flank. On yours. You gonna I'm attempt to break free or cast I'm uh, gonna cast a spell, fourth level spell. Okay. I get a 34 on my concentration check. 34 will succeed. So you concentrate, 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 concentrate. What you cast? I'm casting a heal spell on myself. I have 17 hit points. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. I won't say, but it it either could or would really come very close roll. to possibly rendering you unconscious with a good enough roll. That's problematic. I heal myself for 29 points of damage. That can't be right. Wow. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, it is. 29. Wow. I rolled two eights. <laughs> nice. That's the, oh yeah, well that's the 48. That's the 48 plus, sure. plus 48 eight. plus eight, so yeah. average for that would be 27 anyway. So yeah, on your issue, call upon the healing power of Horus. Channel this energy. Falcon screeches inches away from your face. <laughs> Horus! <laughs> Sorry, it's a compulsion. Uh, <laughs> continues to circle back around. And that brings us to the El Bone Golem. 26 against your combat mirror defense. On yours. Oh, yes. It crushes you. Uh, 12 points of damage as it continues to dig Oof. broken bones into you, and some animated fingers start to like try to burrow into your flesh like these bony skeletal fingers. Gross. With their phalanges. And the golem turns its back on Sudi. Uh-oh. And looms over Citra. Uh-oh. You bypass the trap. And... You open the door. Full out oh. attacks. Yeah. Uh-oh, spaghettios. Thinking you maybe should go back in that bare hole. 25. On the nose. Dang it. You should have a really good armor class. Uh, six points of damage from the bite. Its follow-up attacks are 27 and 23. Uh, yes and no. Uh, 11 points of damage with its slam as it hits you back into the wall. 
For a second, you kind of feel a little bit of like panic as it hits you with enough force that it actually knocks you into the wall and you feel like the face start to rotate before you just kind of lean back away from that. Like, I really don't want to deal with that right now, too, with whatever it may do <laughs> as you stumble back free. Hollis just gently reaching a hand back and pushing it back into place. Yeah, I, it's very weird. I I guess we should have just kept going. Except there's nowhere else to go, so, yeah. Uh, from the Bone Golem, who no longer needs to make a reflex save. Keeping in mind it's minus two and every to its dexterity and everything, right? And to its attacks. Yep. It's minus four, actually, to its dexterity. It's minus two to all of its dexterity checks. Yep. Uh, okay, so Sudi is going to step off of the... Uh, the shelving to the side and take a five foot step forward to uh, be like half in the uh, the central hallway now that he's flanking with uh, Citra and Hollis. Well, Citra. You're not flanking with me. Well, <laughs> I'm just standing here with my you're chicken You're physically legs. there to flank. Oh, Hollis is like, I am literally doing everything I can to not threaten this. I, I like that, yeah, Hollis is, is making no noise and pretending that, that she doesn't Hollis exist. Hollis is furiously looking through a spell book. She's just holding up her holy symbol with Hollis one hand. It's like, I don't even know these movement. people. <laughs> And then I will fall out attack. I'm going to use my weakest at- my weak attack to actually try to break your bonds because, I mean, if Trouble not going to so you're going to do bubble, four attacks again, but you want to yeah, use but I want to do basically my bonus. my three high tier attacks are actually going to be on the golem, and then my weak attack is actually going to be on the bone cage. I guess I'm going to try to just like slam on Uris into the wall. Okay. So that's uh, I rolled a five, so that's an eighteen on the first hit. Flurry. An eighteen will hit your flanked oh, target because it is entangled with the tangle. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> if we debuff it enough, we'll You debuffed its AC down enough that you can hit with it. Hey, then there's a, you're saying there's a chance that I might actually be useful so now. So he slams his fists into this thing. Uh, for nine points of damage. Nine points, so four points. Yep. But I think you're, uh, you're still, you're still in your pummeling, stance. Right? Yeah, so. I am still in pummeling style. So I pummel it again uh, for a 19 this time. A 19's gonna keep hitting, so you uh, slam another fist now into it. Oh, come on, dice. Uh, for six points of damage. But all of that goes through, so you slam into it again as I'll you start just hitting the that same so spot easier. over, over. Yeah, all right, let me do the haste attack. Haste attack. Uh, so that is an 18. 18's gonna strike your target. Okay, cool. I'm glad that I'm rolling fives now and actually doing something useful. There it is. All right, for 15 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Finally! That's a that's a big turnaround there. Yeah. So that's a finally. That's a solid hit. It took like four rounds of maneuvering, but finally we're there. All right, now it's I'm like try you're to punching your fist far enough to actually get like into its rib cage. Yeah. Now, okay. Let me try to break it. this bone cage. Also, you whip back around it on yours. Well, that's kinked. Come on, dice. Um, an eleven. No, nah, that will I not hit so. that bone cage around on yours. Uh, my dice is bad, guys. From Sudi, we go to Miss Starkweather. So the rules for spells that work on the Bone Golem are things that don't allow spell resistance? Any spell that does not allow spell resistance can potentially affect it, as long as it does not fall into a category that is otherwise negated by its construct immunities. Like Acid Splash? Yeah, it would. <laughs> acid Splash? <laughs> you, you gingerly <laughs> spritz it? <laughs> I guess I'll defensively cast Acid Splash. Okay, it's a zero level spell, so it's a DC 15. Can I even fail that? No, you get an 18 before you roll. Then no, I can't fail, and I'm just going to cast my dang spell. And spritz All right, it so gingerly. Range touch attack. I couldn't tell. Is that a 20? 
No. Uh, oh, <laughs> 19. It's a 12. Oh, sorry. It looked kind of like a 20 from over here, so I was like, ooh, critical. <laughs> no, I got a, I got a, twel- a uh, 12 plus a... 19 will easily hit your target's touch, I say. Nice. Do my D3 of damage. One point of acid. <laughs> oh. Also, a uh, special thank you to Sarah for sending us some D3s after one of our recent after parties. Because, yes, so that they we don't do have exist. to do simple math of dividing a D6. She knows us. <laughs> hey, y'all speak for yourself. I can divide by two. Sometimes. Uh, only by two. What was the damage on that? One. One? Okay. <laughs> Didn't roll great, but there you go. You know thank what you, Sarah. One point of acid, however, does burn the golem. Its gaze. Now does turn no. to See, you should have just not. I don't have anything else. Why do you do help. this? Well, my acid pit didn't work. My dimension door fizzled. On her. On her, it flies forward and throws an alchemist fire. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Don't miss. Uh, it's the a... splash will still hit Sudi. Yeah. It's one point of splash damage, isn't it? Yes, but that's still one point of damage. Do you want this golem to die before Onyurus gets crushed to death? Do I think I mean, acid I splash guess. is worth it? I don't know. Or not acid splash, that's what I was doing. The Alchemist fire is worth it. On yours gets a t- or on her it gets a 27. 27 will hit your target's touch AC. On her it does four points of fire damage. And one to Sudi. And one point to Sudi. On her it then returns to where he is. Okay. <laughs> he does another strafing run as he throws some more bombarding uh Alchemist. On her it return. I how many, choose you. How many on her items does he carry? It, care, it holds like 15 pounds. Okay. So he's got some holy water and some alchemist fires. Citra. I'm gonna go into the attack. All right, you only have one dagger out. Are you proficient with a scimitar? A uh, rogue, no. no. Okay. I have one. 30. Spell component. A 30 will hit your flanked sneak opponent. Sneak attack! Go, go, sneak attack now. Eh, not a great roll. That was kind of eh. <sighs> 16 points of damage for the first hit. Uh, still pretty Still, decent. it's a solid hit. Five of those are knocked off, but... Okay. 24 for the second hit. 24 will hit your flanked opponent. That's better. better. 22 points of damage for that one. All right, you bury your blade into it a second time. And then my hasted attack. Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't know if you're hasted. No, uh, you're not hasted. No, she couldn't oh, target you. I couldn't she see couldn't you. target you with the hasted. Yeah, oh, okay. you weren't, you, you Never weren't mind then. Sorry, yeah. I forgot that I wasn't hasted. No. Sad. No, sad. Whatever, I still hit it twice. Yeah, it's still actually uh, good. a good amount of damage there. As you begin burying your uh, kukri into this, I think someone pointed out recently on the subreddit that Citra, for being a two-weapon fighter, never seems to have the opportunity to have both weapons in her hands. That's just, yeah, it's just weird. It just always works out that she can't have both weapons available. Yeah, that sucks. Um, need to get quick draw. Wouldn't be a bad feat. Would not be a bad feat. On yours. 25 to break out of this thing? Do I get a bonus because I'm hasted? No. Okay. Um, you get a bonus to your combat maneuver defense, but not your combat maneuver bonus. Does not succeed. Alright, oh, so geez. I rolled All that right. was me rolling a 17. I'm okay. not getting out of it. I'm, I'm gonna just break you out of that next round. I you think. need to attack the golem. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you this, you not to, to influence your choices. If that's you rolling a 17, it is not impossible. Yeah, okay. You just gotta get a perfect 20. <laughs> Maybe. So, on yours, you struggle violently with this thing, but cannot break free of it. Bring us to the bone golem, at which point the cage constricts. 30 beats your combat maneuver defense. Mm-hmm. Dealing 11 points of damage as it continues to crush you. The golem has two targets now. Well, three targets now. 
Oh, uh, also you did sneak attack, so what did you do for your debilitating strike? Lower its AC. <laughs> you can either lower its, its AC AC's or... already lowered. Lower it some more. Or you can lower its attack. Well, that's what I mean, is since its AC is already lowered, we've been able to hit it pretty well. Yeah, I guess. Now that it's been entangled and all the rest of that. Yeah, yeah okay, so, so I'm going to lower attack. its attack. So. Heather, roll me 2d4 real quick. Add them together. Three. Okay. Also, Alchemist I need to know fire. how many rounds the uh, the tangle foot bag goes. Yeah, the Alchemist uh, Fire tax, tracks on uh, on her uh, turn. Okay. So, so the tangle foot bag will last for another two rounds. Okay. So yeah. AC attack. So I'm, or, gonna, I'm gonna get its attack. I'm gonna lower its attack. So minus two to everyone except for me. Minus four. Okay. That is pertinent. Citra did the most damage to it, and it's an unintelligent creature. Citra also opened the secret door. It's going to turn its attack fully on Citra. How does it know that she opened the it secret door? Magic. Dang it. Magic. Dang it. Attack me. Dang it. Uh, so this is at a minus four, minus two because it's tangled. So minus six to its attack rolls. Jesus. It doesn't realize that, though. It doesn't. I mean, it's well, it realizes it's slowed down for some reason, but it doesn't. It's not. An, it's not really intelligent in that yeah. way. All right. So minus six to these attacks. So that's going to be a 17. No. Gonna follow that up with a 17. No. Sad. Sorry, 18. No. A perfect 20 will automatically hit. Threat. Irk. 23. No. <laughs> so fails to confirm, but still gets that last hit off. God, it was doing so good towards the beginning. For all this deal. Well, now that we're all in the fight. Uh, it's still 10 points of damage, though, so. No. Unfortunately, nothing that you've done to it has really reduced the amount of damage it does. The thing flails away, does manage to get one connected hit on Citra as we go over to Sudi. Alright, Sudi's gonna yeah. pull out the flank. Again. In the flank. Either that or you could attempt to break on Eurus free. Uh, I mean, on Eurus is getting. I want to break on Eurus, but on Eurus is apparently shouting, kill the golem, kill the golem, so. Oh, is that what on Eurus is shouting? Yes, yes because hopefully this on cage Uris is going to go away with the golem. On Eurus is not wrong, and on Eurus, or, or Sudi hopes that on Eurus will still be alive when he's done. He falls out to attack the golem, all the punches, pummeling, style. What? Why didn't you go there? I can, I can heal myself some more if I have to. That's fair. Perfect 20! Yes, thank nice. goodness! Confirm. That is a hit threat roll to confirm. Mm. 18? That's been hidden. 18 will confirm against yeah! the entangled flanked opponent as you yeah. rear up yeah. and launch a fish at fish, fish. Fish. You launch, launch a fish, a fish at him. <laughs> fish, My lunch. What are you going to do with that fish? <laughs> uh, All right. So you punch out with your fist. All right, here we go. Hiya. Oh, that's a one and a two. Dang it. It's oh. <laughs> on 10 on here because I rolled my percentile. Um, okay, so that's three. That's 13 with a... Wait. You're yeah, big. that's 13 with a You're critical. That, that's with my bigness because oh. it's plus five. Well, so. keep going. Uh, that's that your first hit, right? That is my first hit. Okay, so eight. Dang it. <laughs> uh, my follow-up's not so good. So that's uh, 17. 17 will strike Yay. your flanked, entangled opponent. Excellent. Okay, that's 11 points of damage. All right, that all goes through as you yep. slam another fist into him. It's right. still standing. Another perfect wow, 20 on my weak yes. hit. A, that last hit will be a hit threat yeah. to confirm. Something good is happening. Sudi's hitting his strut. Oh, it was almost another perfect 20. I'm so sad. Uh, I'm not going to confirm, though, because I only got a 
11. But she still that, hit. That's still a hit. I did hit him, but I wanted to critical him twice because that would have been real cool and I never used to that do that. That would have been like Rachel style luck. It would have been Rachel style luck. <laughs> um, Rachel talking about herself in the third person. Why? That's what they would have said. That's fair. Uh, seven points of damage. Your follow-up kick cracks through its bony skull and splinters it into bits as a rain of crocodilian teeth just pours over Hollis and Citra. And we frantically run to Onuris and rip the cage off of him. Just stop. I still have one one more attack if I need to. It's still constricting you. Okay, get it, get it, get it. Then I'll use my last haste attack to crunch into this thing. Haste attack. It, yeah, for those who couldn't happening. see, Jess literally just did the the spirited away. It's for your luck. Uh, you know, get rid of the badness. I guarantee you, they couldn't see it. They couldn't see it oh. because I also rolled like. Find <laughs> it. That's why. Yeah, that's why I should have just done it. Probably Waited not. Too long. The magic's gone. It's a sixteen. Uh, no. Ah, crud. Just glances off the side of this thing. Dang it. Unhurt. And on her, it can't hurt it. We there's it's you throw an alchemist fire at it. Impossible. No, yeah, the burn on yours. No. So on her, it's just uh, you just tell him to heal down. Yeah. Citra. I run over there. I believe I have just enough movement. To uh, get you to have him. to make a climb check to ascend up the slope. Oh frick. I mean, yep. Okay. Uh, twenty-five. So at twenty-five succeeds. You move at one quarter speed. Oh crap. So you are not hasted. Nope. So you could double move to move 10 feet up the slope. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's the fight against Nipta uh, Kufri all over again, where you yes. guys just can't get up a slope. Yep. Uh, Sorry, Sudi, I know you're 20 feet away, but you might as well be a mile. <laughs> yep. Trying. Um, Citrus trying. starts trying to scale up this. Um, I imagine dropping a Kukri to try to get both hands going, because you need your hands free to climb. That's fine. Citra is inevitably dropping kukris everywhere. Uh, so you start scaling up that on yours. Is everybody that's hurt within 30 feet of me? Um, Except no. Hollis. Except for Hollis. I'm not injured at all. Hollis yeah, Hollis has been yeah. injured, so yes. Channeling power, another falcon screech. Everybody gets 20 back. 20. You feel a rush of positive energy roll through the party. The golem hills stands back up now. No, the golem is slowed. I remember that. It would be, yeah, it would be specifically slowed by channel. So from on yours, we go to the bone cage. Ooh, maybe. 24. Yes. I don't know. What is your CMD? 20. Oh, that sucks. Technically, it's a 21, because haste actually bumps your CMD up by one. Just saying. Uh, On yours, you still take 12 points of damage as this continues to constrict you. Studi. Get it. On yours, take a deep breath. God. And I full out attack the cage, pummeling style. (laughs) All right. Pummel the cage. Perfect 20! (laughs) Oh my god! That's three! That's why I rolled nothing but garbage. I know, I sucked all your luck. Except for a nat 20 on the Apparently, I also took all of Heather's luck, too. All right. I mean, Heather was still rolling pretty well. It's just impossible for her to escape. Uh, 19 to hit it for confirming. A 19 will not confirm. Dang it. All right. Well, I still hit it. Pummel. Now oh, that'll play. Uh, so that's 13 points on the first hit. All right. Eight points. Got it. Yep. All right. Second hit is wait, a wait. Oh, never mind. Sorry. 23. 23 is going to hit. Okay. Ah, crud. Um, that's for six. Because I rolled a one on the dice, of course. It's still in... It's barely in one piece, but All it's right. still together. We hit... That's a natural one. 
Haste hit. That's natural one. What there the it is, frick? There it is. <laughs> I've got Jess luck right now. There's um, the studio we all know. Uh, dang it. Hollis. Attack the cage. Hollis doesn't really have anything that'll hurt the cage. You don't have acid splash? It, wouldn't that also hurt on yours? No, it's a target to spell. Yep. Okay, I attack the cage with acid splash. I you're, curse myself. You're within for range of that, aren't you? That's what thirty feet. Yeah, it's exactly it's 30, thirty feet away. All right, it's twenty-five plus five per level or something. Oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, so you should okay. be able to re reach plus it five per two levels. Yeah, 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 yeah it's it. within your range. So you shoot off a little acid splash. I get a ten. Uh, a ten to hit its touch AC. Yeah. A ten will not hit. I curse myself for not preparing eroding ray, which I definitely have, and works against constructs. Eroding ray? That sounds super cool. It's made for constructs. Ah, uh, you should. Uh, you have move action left if you want to take it. I guess I'll move forward. All right, you'll need to make a climb check. Nope, I guess I'll stand here. <laughs> as the voice, I, I live in this hole now. <laughs> as the voice in Hollis's head that sounds suspiciously like Rick says, "You got to make a climb for this." Her She's like, I arrow. guess I'll move forward, and then she looks up the forty-five degree slick slope and goes, "Nope, it was acrobatics coming down, and I barely made that." <laughs> I guess I'll cast fly. I have a five acrobatics. I don't Jeez, have this. Uh, this, this bone cage thing is awful, by the way. On her, nothing. Yeah, he can't hurt it. Citra. Cit can Citra get to him? Good news, bad news. Uh, first off, it's going to be climb check for you to reach the top. So no. After which you'll have to move. Finally, on yours is still 15 feet in the air. Oh, frick. Land. God dang it. Oh. <laughs> He's been hanging out up there this whole time. Sudi's got the reach to get up there. Yeah. But. Well, and I can't really do anything anyway. <sighs> I mean, maybe on yours can stop flying and just let himself fall. Yeah, because the damage from that would be worth it. Well, it would also damage the bone cage. Yeah, yeah right. your grin right now is not comforting. <laughs> it has to get past its five damage reduction, but it would potentially damage I'm the I'm at least going to get up there so that if he manages to get down, I can yeah, try Yeah, I don't have fly prepared today, so um, I can't fly. But I only got a ten climb, so. Right, right, you slide back down. Yeah, so you actually do slide back down to the bottom. Uh, I'll need you to go ahead and make me a reflex save. Twenty. Very well. Uh, so you slide down to the bottom. You're not sure if this is an intentional element of this room. But as you slide, you kind of hit the bottom, you know, your feet hit, and so of course you like spring up. And that's where the And then you just catch yourself before you actually hit the face and cause it to potentially move also. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of step back from that and go, uh, on yours. Nope. All right. Ooh, uh, it gets a 38 that time. Good gracious. 12 points of damage to on yours. Come on, Sudi, you can get him. Sudi Kantar. Sudi full out attacks heroically. Onuris hopefully still holding his Four breath. natural ones. I don't want to break any ribs. Don't do that. You knock on wood right now. <laughs> I can't. All of our microphones are on it. I don't care. Take a second and knock. Here, this this is some sort of particle ward. Twenty four. You oh, cheap skate. You literally have a wooden board in front of you that I made you or got for you. There you go. So a twenty four, I think, hits it. Twenty four will strike. You're target. welcome. All right, now my dice are still not behaving. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Send it to him. Oh, that's, that's eight points of damage. Shattering the bone hey! as your fist it. slams through it. See, you don't put that bad energy, that bad mojo out there. <laughs> you have to counteract it. I didn't break any of your ribs, did I? You're right. No. No, I, I broke your ribs, or no? You're all right. No. 
<laughs> he, like he starts like patting you gingerly on the ribs with his giant hands. Get off of me! But they're okay, right? He says, bleeding everywhere. You can fix that, right? He says, ripping a wiggling finger out of his side and tossing off to the side. Well, that was really unpleasant. Is everyone still okay? Yes. I think we should have gotten Nethus holy symbols for y'all. Yeah, that's like the third time we've made that mistake. Oh. Again, you need to go all Benny on this and carry 20 holy symbols for every site you go into. (laughs) Starting to think at least investing in Nethus for this book would have made sense. Well, Well, too late now. (sighs) What do we have in the med kit? We got some scrolls of cure light wounds, got three potions, two cure mod potions. Yeah. Because you're like wrecked, right? Yeah, but I don't want to waste my last two really good fourth level spells in case there's who knows more what crap else is down in here. here. Yeah. We have eight more cure light wounds scrolls. Uh, I'm going to cast a cure, uh, a third level cure spell on me. And then I'm going to take a scroll of cure light wounds. Gets me almost a full. How much is Citra down? I'm only down seven. I'm good. Okay. Just leave me. Yeah, I'm down right two after the ch- yeah. with the channel, so I'm good. Yeah, your channel got me up pretty good, so I'm okay. I wasn't injured. Rub it in, Jessica. This is this is your book. You know, for that. we sh- we should have known though, coming into a place so Nethian that we should have had Nethian's holy symbols. holy symbols. Well, we had the writ. We assume yeah, we, we were had like, permission. We've got a writ. Even like Sudi was like, I've got a writ. Don't attack us. And then yeah. he does it. It does anyway because yeah. it didn't matter. Because I'm pretty sure she was hoping that thing would kill us. Oh, no, 100%. I'm getting very tired of the Nethians in this city. Me too. I'm pretty sure that we were set up. But I think we need to find a way into wherever we need to go. So that was a room full of faceless sarcophagi? Ooh, I want to see. And and Hollis crawls into there. Waits for all of us to catch up. Sudi shrinks down. Okay, I won't touch nothing in here. I'll just wait. Oh, um, anyone that wishes to may make me an appraise. Can I make a profession curator? No. I get... Oh, I have a praise because I'm smart. I get a 14. I got a 9. I got a 23. Yours gets a 10. True. Uh, Citra, you can tell that the extraordinarily fine color that the bone golem was wearing is worth 750 gold as an art piece. Oh, nice. Finally! Okay, by the way, first loot we found this entire book (laughs) because of the rings weren't a thing. Good news, everybody! That collar is worth about 750 gold. Good, they owe us. Now take it. Imagine having a pet crocodile that big. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be so fun. I'd be more afraid it would eat me whole. He'd be your pet. You could ride him around. <gasps> I want to ride the crocodile. I don't think you want to ride the crocodile. Don't they, like, they flip swim. over and... If well, they they're trying to kill you, but if they're not, I'm pretty sure they're, they just float There's along. birds. There's birds that ride on their little neck, little faces and yeah, noses. They get a little bit bigger than those birds, though. Onyris would pat Sudi on the shoulder. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. Y'all, there's a bunch of faceless things in here. It's real creepy. I don't know if we really need to mess with a bunch of faceless sarcophagi. That leads me to believe there may be angry undead within. Well, I haven't attacked them so while far. We were skirting along the edge. And they may be trapped inside or not animate until we open them. These are the Nethians we're talking about. Can I detect magic in True. here? You can detect magic in this room if you so wish. All the sarcophagi are too thick for your magic. You detect no magic. Yeah. Is there anything written on them? Searching the sarcophagi. You can see that there are hieroglyphs, uh, matching hieroglyphs on every single one of these sarcophagi, written in the ancient Osirian tongue, that denotes these as the lost curators. 
these are capital as if it's a title. It then informs that the sarcophagi holds the mummified bodies of the curators who delved too deeply into the dark depository's forbidden knowledge and have been embalmed and mummified alive. What? So they were punished. They These guys are real weird down in here. They wouldn't have survived being mummified. The other sides no. of these list different elements of their, like, their different sins of what they delved too deeply into, which kind of covers a variety of ranges of looking for strange esoteric knowledge and lore down here in the depths. Anything seem so, related to what we're looking about? Sky Pharaoh or uh, Hakatep. Hakatep or... You can make a perception check. I get a one. <laughs> I also get a one. Oh, are you in here now? Because y'all weren't coming in. I was following after. Okay. I was just no, I remember gathering. Citrus said she was following. And on your yeah. s- and um, shrunk down to follow yeah. in. I got a 13. What do we do? I make a perception check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get a 20. Uh, on yours, rolls a 15, so I get a 28 on my perception. They're curators, just like on yours was. So, Sudi Citra, you don't find anything of, of value or interest. On yours, however... You do notice one sarcophagus. It has a single name on it, Kennedy, and is list, who is listed as having quote researched too deeply into the Sky Pharaoh. <gasps> you wouldn't happen to have speak with dead, would you? If I put on the mask, because mm. we could talk to this guy. One of the mask abilities when I have the faceplate on is speak with dead once per day. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it, but it would speed up our research. Would it? Maybe. Yeah. If he could tell us where he found the forbidden knowledge of the Sky Pharaoh. Maybe we wait, try to do our research first, and then this is a last, last resort. Last resort. Yeah, that's fair. Now that we know that there is combat going on down here, Onuris is actually going to put on the mask because it makes me immune to disease, and if we're going to fight some flipping mummies later, I ain't dealing with it. <laughs> you're like You're like the disgust area, and you just like pop on the mask. It yeah. seems like Onuris a pulls the, uh, the artifact out and slides it over his face as it conforms back to his features. That's real crazy. Do you see anything? Oh, I mean, does Hollis want to cast Mage Armor while he's doing this I would like to do that. <laughs> That's a great idea. It also gives me Death Watch. I see everybody's HP. Or how close to death. How close <laughs> they are to death, yeah. Except for constructs. Well, I guess at this point it doesn't matter. I like and, the idea uh, that it's like, it's how close to death you are. It's like at two numbers. It's like your age <laughs> and how close you are to like, you know, dying of old age. And then you've got your like, how close are you to dying from wounds? The pay our guy here a, a visit. Ask him a couple questions about the sky, Pharaoh. Hmm. I might as well use the mask's other protections while we're in a place where there aren't others. Well, it's clearly not safe here for sure. We just got to be limiting the amount of use because I'm sure it feeds off of you to power itself. Or something. Well, not necessarily. Most artifacts aren't parasitic. But you told me it only worked when he was wearing it. And what do you know about artifacts? <laughs> I don't know. I read some stories once about the great wizards of old and the cool things they made. He knows about. He knows know. the same about the mask that we do. Yes, he was talking about other artifacts, not these. Yeah, I should have done that in my voice, not in Sue's voice. <laughs> Regardless, caution is good, but I think using it to find out information here might be worth doing. I agree with Hollis. <sighs> and if Alanyar starts acting funny, we'll knock him out. We'll take the mask off. We'll heal him back up. It'll be fine. If, what? Okay, I mean, I guess, but... All right, so where do we go from here? Because it looks like this passage... We're going to talk to our friend in the sarcophagus, Sudi. One last pertinent thing. Uh, I'm assuming on yours you waved everyone over when you found the sarcophagus. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and get a perception roll from the whole party. Okay. I get a five. Uh, 22 for me. 28. On yours. 
Oh, he was. I already made, there, a perception made the roll. Check. No, you get another one. Oh, oh it's for a I, separate thing. Okay, I was like, I already noticed it. Uh, twenty-five again. Okay. Uh, so we'll give this for Citra. You do notice one thing of interest on this sarcophagi that makes it substantially different than all the others. All the others are still sealed. The seals on this one have been chiseled away. What? Um, there's no seal on these sarcophagus. Somebody else came a knocking. Wait, so this has already been opened? Maybe that's how Neb de Kufri knew where to go. Oh, that's possible. You think he found this place and broke in? It's possible. Oh. I mean, we found it we, using magic. If he cast magic, maybe he got I mean, the same clue. We don't really know. I mean, we know he got kicked out of Tefu, but his life was a mystery up until he showed up in I guess that's Latin. true, so it's possible. Or maybe someone else in the cult of the Forgotten Pharaoh. Could have been. Or the Nebelians themselves, because we think they want to get a hold of the mask. Possibly. Well, if he's even in here at this point, he may have moved him. Since it's already opened, let's just crack it. Uh, What was this guy's name? Check for traps. Suti prepares for combat. Guy's name is uh, Kennedy. Check for traps. I shall check for traps. If it was the Nethians, they may have laid a trap upon it, knowing that we would want to dig around in here. <laughs> I like the idea that they knew we were investigating the Sky Pharaoh, and so they're like, let's go down to this place we've supposedly forgotten, open the sky up, and make sure this body's not in here. Take no chances. Hollis already took a few minutes to prepare some more spells. It's a good idea. Uh, 29 <laughs> to check for traps. With a 29? No, it looks fine. <sighs> I mean, I don't see any traps, so it should be safe to slide open? Let's do be gentle. Let's be as respectful as possible. Oh, right, for asthma. So why don't we yes. leave that for you to do? Uh, it's a pretty big lid. It's probably going to need two people to do. One yours will help. Yeah, well, right. it's a little bit easier in this case because it's standing sarcophagus. Oh. Well, yeah, but I'm trying to be respectful, like like True. shift it sideways, not like flop it down and break the face off. True. On, on the inside, it says death is only the beginning. <laughs> I prepare a magic missile <laughs> in case it moves. Not another dispel? I don't have another dispel. Oh. Well, you could have I think she one. more means if this guy's mummy comes out and tries to eat us. Sure. Well, yeah, you can't dispel a mummy, so I'm <laughs> not If only it was that easy just to dispel mummy. Well, because I prepared that resistance spell in my third level space oh, that I left okay. open, and I already used my other dispel. All right, so what, strength check? What do you get taking 10? Uh, 13. Okay. With Onuris giving you a plus two bonus to give you a 15, you'll be able to lift Sweet. it without an issue. Do that. So, on your Sudi, you kind of flank on either side of this, grab onto it, pry it free, push the lid off towards the side. Glancing inside, you can see the seemingly perfectly preserved remains of this figure. Tightly wrapped, although interestingly enough, his arms are not wrapped to him. You don't see any immediate signs of, of decay or damage to his mummy. And it's surprisingly almost full-bodied. Not emaciated. Oh, that's weird. If he doesn't move, I'm going to cast attack. Detect magic. The eyes of the mask blaze with a hellish red light. Just kidding. Okay, which well. paints across the room as it steps forward, shudders, and raises both of its arms. And I will need initiative from the party for next week. It's okay. After uh, we beat him down, I'll cast I would like it noted that I readied right. a magic missile. Yeah. You did ready a magic missile. <laughs> I would, I'm yes. glad I'm wearing the mask. I'm immune to disease. Goodness. Well, I'm also, yeah. So that's two of us that are immune to the mask. Right? 
Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyrighted 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.